0: So, turn to your neighbor and just give your neighbor a very hot handshake, not a cold one, and a very hot smile. Don't give him or her a cold smile. Hallelujah. You know, in the culture I come from originally, when you say he's too cold, it means he doesn't like me, and he doesn't want me, but we are people of God, hallelujah, we're in our Father's house. We give God the praise. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Open your Bibles with me quickly to... Um, Colossians chapter 3, just one verse, verse 17. And as we open, I want to welcome all our guests. This is your very first Sunday. They are worshipping with us. We, we appreciate God for your life. We believe it's not an accident. God brought you here for a purpose today. And we are people that love to appreciate our guests. Hallelujah. Uh, we believe God has a reason for bringing you. We rejoice with you that you are still alive and well. Uh, because it's not everybody that started this year is alive and well at this time. So, we are people who appreciate grace. We are not just called Grace Chapel, but we experience grace every day. We believe we live by grace. As you are sitting down now, you are seated by grace because there is no demon on that seat. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Glory be to Jesus. All right. So, for each day we live, let's be excited. All right. Let's be excited. Praise the Lord. Because uh, a living dog is better than what? A dead lion. Regardless of the situation you are in, you are alive and well. So let's give God the praise. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen and amen. God bless you and uh, we appreciate you. Is there any guests? Can we just see your hand quickly? Uh, that, that guest here, just wave to the Lord. This is your first Sunday. I can see one, two, three, four hands. Wow, let's, let's, let's appreciate these people. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Please don't, don't put those hands there, down yet. Let me see your hands again. Glory be to Jesus. Please, those of us around there, please just welcome them. Don't worry, the people around you. Just welcome them very, very warmly. All right? We we bless the Lord for your life. We thank God for your life. And we appreciate that you are here. God bless you greatly. Hallelujah. All right. Praise the Lord. The glory of the Lord we are of the Lord. Hallelujah. You are welcome in Jesus' name. You know, I said only the people around you, but people travel from afar off to welcome you. That shows you that we, we are people who just love to obey the word of God. Even if what the pastor says is wrong, we obey God. <laughs> and tells you how important you are to us. We we should go for your life. And before you leave today, we will welcome you the more. I'm going to be meeting with you as well. So sit down in your father's house. Um, this is just one of the many other branches of the redeemed Christian Church of God in um, in Canada. About uh, 140 branches in Canada, and in British Columbia, uh, 11 branches in this province. And this is a, this was the very first one. All the other 11 came out of this place to the glory of God the Father. Praise the name of the Lord. So you are in a fruitful land, in a very fruitful place, so you'll be fruitful in Jesus' name. Yes. Praise the Lord. God, God bless you, and uh, God will favor you in Jesus' name. So, church, what's happening this coming weekend? Uh, that response is so low. What's going on? Okay. For workers, vision retreats. All right. So this Friday and Saturday, we are going out into one village. Don't worry, I'm taking you to a village. Alright, some of us have never been to a village in Canada before. Where I'm going to is one of the places I go to personally. You, your life would never remain the same again. You love to go back there. Quiet place. We're going to be praying for two days. Hear the word of the Lord sit at his feet. Receive instruction for the new year. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You're going to be greatly blessed. I'm telling you, before the end of the year, you ask me to plan another one for you. All right, so it's strictly for workers. However, we recognize the fact that there are some people who are not registered workers, but you know they are really involved. You know, they, they 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 are really involved in the church you are serving. So such people you are also welcome. Praise the Lord! Please, for such people you have to register today. Make sure you see Brother Ronald and register uh, because registration is going to close very soon for purpose of planning. It's a village, but at the same time. Uh, we, we have to plan. All right. Uh, God bless you in Jesus' mighty name. And then the vision 2016 begins on Sunday as well. Hallelujah. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday is going to be four powerful days. There are four days that your life will never remain the same again. If your vision has been dormant, it's going to be reactivated. All right. Like I always say, vision is not seeing things as they are, but as it will be. All right. And vision speaks. Okay. Um, when the season comes for vision to speak nothing can stop it but you have to activate and reactivate your vision praise the Lord this year is going to be an amazing year I have no doubt it's still young trust me it's going to be an amazing year I'm beginning to see that in my life and in my family as well and I know it's going to be great for you in Jesus name and I know my testimony is going to be greater than yours I said my testimony will be greater than yours why don't you say amen Hallelujah. Actually, your testimonies are my testimony. So when I say my testimony will be greater than yours, I'm actually praying for you. Alright? God bless you in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. All right, Colossians chapter 3 verse 17. I'm going to be speaking very briefly um, because there's something we need to do this today. Which people even rebuke. He saw it all as work given to him by his father. And it's our perfect example. And we must we must too. Instead of seeing, for example, church as a place, you know, where you meet with friends and even meet with God on Sunday. You see, on Sunday morning, let's see church as a place where you, you are fed and strengthened by the word, by the Holy Spirit, so that you can carry the presence of God with you into the workplace during the week. The church. Ladies and gentlemen, it's like a workshop. That's what the church is meant for. Church is a place where you come to receive strength, receive instruction, and then go and live out your Christian life out there. The Bible says we are the source of where, and we are the light on today. And like I always say to you guys, ladies and gentlemen, you see, when light stays together for too long, what happens when it catches fire? Praise the Lord. When you don't expand and release and be a vessel, a carrier of God's glory to the people out there in the world, you'll be frustrated. Christianity is not a religion. It's a way of life. It's a relationship with Christ. God empowers us. He said, go you into the world and make disciples of all nations. Your office, your place of work, your business is a mission field. It is a mission field, ladies and gentlemen. Until you begin to live out your Christian experience out there, you will find fulfillment. Praise the name of the Lord. So, God is saying to us, just like Jesus Christ, you must walk the walk of him sent you. I don't know about you, Jesus Christ sent me. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ sent you. The Bible says, whatever you do, whether in word or in deed. Now, I want you to quickly notice these two words, word and deed. Word and deed, those two words. Word is communication and uh, information skills. Isn't it? D that covers your skills, such things as uh, creativity and uh, maybe building and giving an act that you do. Whatever you do, you are supposed to do it with a thankful heart. As though the Lord were your boss, because he is. Listen, when you walk with that attitude, you see, life becomes a life. Some of us are living, but our living is not alive. Praise the Lord. Jesus, the one that has called us into the kingdom by whom we have been saved, wants us to glow. Hallelujah. I'm not talking of glow by the reason of your dressing. I'm talking by the reason of the life that is coming out of you. You can minister. You can preach. You can share your um, experience as a believer first by people looking at you alone and at all times they see the glory of God around you. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the. Whatever you do, whether in word or in deed, do it all in the name of Jesus Christ. Giving thanks. Giving thanks. Giving thanks. Look, as I close, let me spend just a little time on words. Everybody say words. Words. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says this tongue is little, but is what? Eh? Very powerful. In fact, James likened it to the little thing that controls a mighty ship on an ocean. Words. Words. Words are powerful. Every quarrel in life and every nation that goes to war, it begins with words, exchanging of words between two leaders. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. You can frame your destiny by the things you say. And you can bring it down by the things you say. Now, there are four questions you need to be able to answer. And I'll mention those questions quickly and then we'll pray. The fourth question is this. I'll be able to explain them. Is this. Do people feel better about themselves after after spending time with you? do people feel better about themselves after spending time with you? The things you say to people after spending time with you can either make them feel better or feel worse. Words. There's no time to explain further. You understand what I mean? Secondly, are you are your expectations so high that you focus on people's shortcomings instead of their strengths? Words. Some people they have a PhD in, in finding fault. They are professor. The only thing they they identify are faults. They never see the strength in, peop- in other people's life. God has called us to build, not to pull down. So, some people have so much high expectations. Their expectations is even higher than their own height. (laughs) So that they just focus on people's shortcomings instead of strength. Number three, when somebody speaks well of a person, listen to this, when somebody speaks well of a person you don't particularly like, do you feel the need to inject a terrible remark? Now the way some of you are laughing, you know what I mean. Somebody you don't particularly like, and somebody has to say some nice things about the person, but you have the last say. You just say something funny about, just to, just to pull the person down. I wish I have time. Number four. Are you so insecure? Now listen to this. Are you so insecure? In self-worth, that you only feel good about yourself by putting others down. Because usually, that's my own conclusion, such people is just that they themselves feel insecure. And all you do is pull others down. Can you imagine somebody that you you have maybe a little information about? And the person comes to you with the good news. And all you can say, maybe you know that the person did not pass a particular exam. And you say, okay, hello, John, did you even pass that exam? (laughs) You know what I mean? You know, ladies and gentlemen, it is time, you know, to build. Let's build up each other. Let's build up each other. Husband and wife, build up each other. Friends, build up each other. Parents, build up your children. I I believe that God is speaking to someone here now. That this is exactly what you need to hear for your life to be transformed, for things to begin to change in your life, in your relationship. And nobody's has come to report you to me, but the Holy Spirit knows you. Your life must change. Things must change. Amen. The Bible says, Paul, speaking in Ephesians chapter 4, Ephesians 4, 29, Paul said, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is what? Good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers, Minister grace unto the hearers. I love the way one translation put it. He said, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up. Building others up. You see, there's something about words. Words are like hammer. You know, they can be, hammer can either be used to build or to break down. To you know, to break down or to build up, it depends on the hands of who it is. If you go to a construction site, if the, ha- the hammer is in the hand of uh, somebody who is on the other side of pulling down a structure, what does it do? He pulls it down. If the hammer is on the other side of the person who is building, the hammer can also be used to build up. It depends on whose hand it is. That is the word for you. I don't know if if somebody had ever said anything to you before that it tore your heart apart. Huh? I, I remember the day I was getting married. To let you know that, how, how much impact it had on me, I'm still remembering 24 years ago. I remember I got dressed up, you know, and it was, I mean, my day. Everybody came out, and then my younger brother came up and looked at me. He said, ah, brother, your your suit looks horrible. Oh God, oh Lord have mercy. I started speaking in tongues. I started praying, Lord let me not go to this altar this way. It affected me so much. But God answered my prayer. I remember the br- another brother, brother um, what's his name now, came up to me who happens to be the leader of the men's fellowship, the group I belong to, walked up to me as we were about to get into the church. He said, Brother Bayo, wow, you look good. That's what we are talking about. The honest truth is that that suit also, you looked horrible. true, <laughs> true. I was still looking at that picture this morning. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, our vision as a church is building lives for Christ. Let's build each other up. The body of Christ today are the people fighting each other. To me, sometimes I tell people, the devil doesn't fight the church directly any longer. It's the believers fighting themselves. But we are different. Tell your neighbor we are different. And tell your neighbor we don't do that here. Come on, say it again. Now, I'm saying this to build you up. I'm not saying this because I had anything. No. You were wonderful people. Hallelujah. Come on, let's clap for ourselves. We can get better. All right, my time is up. Somebody is shaking to me there. I have not preached, I just gave you a short exhortation. But honestly, some of us we need to invite the Holy Spirit to our tongue. There was a man called he was a prophet. Isaiah happened to be his name. This man, for the first six chapters of his life, from chapter one to chapter five, he was prophesying for the Lord. Everything he said was woe, woe, accurate prophet, very accurate. But by the time he got to chapter 6, I don't know how many years it was, the first five chapters. By the time he got to chapter 6, the Bible says, the year that King Uzziah died, I also did what? Saw the Lord. And I always ask myself, so all these five chapters of his preaching experience, he did not see the Lord. And yet, he was preaching. And he was speaking. He was speaking in tongues. But the first thing he said was, woe is me. But to cut a long story short, when God was, he said, woe is me. He said, I'm a man of what? On clean lips. That's a servant of God. And when God was going to solve the problem for him, when God was going to cure him, heal him, you know what God did? He went to the problem where the problem is. God brought a life coal. How many of you have ever seen a life coal? I know you're all in the city. You don't know what life coal looks like. I grew up in the village. Brought a life coal and God put it where the problem is on his tongue. Oh boy. That's that's to be an overstatement to say that it's not painful. It, it was painful. And I strongly believe, listen to this, that that life coal left a scar. On his tongue, and I believe that he could not preach for me for a long time. But how will he preach until the healing came to his tongue? Then God now made an announcement. God said, "Who will go for us? Who will speak for us?" he said, "Yeah, my, send me." Why? Because his tongue has been sanctified. The man could now speak with grace you ask the Lord? Some of us, your problem is not demon. Your problem is not your mother-in-law that you think is a witch. Your problem is not anybody. You are your own problem. Ask the Lord, touch my tongue. Let my tongue be seasoned with grace. This year, I cannot afford. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. God is speaking to you and as an individual. God is not speaking to somebody through you. God is not speaking to somebody who is not here. And God is not speaking to your spouse next to you through your spouse. God is speaking to you. Let's pray. Lord, touch my tongue. Just short prayer. Just pray that prayer. Whatever you do, whether in word or in deed, do it all to the glory of God. You can never speak to the glory of God if your tongue and the words of your mouth is not seasoned with grace. Until the words of your mouth is seasoned with grace, you can never speak to the glory of God and your word can never build up other. It can never edify. Say, Lord, as you visited the man of God, Isaiah, visit me. Touch me, my tongue. And let everything I will do and say this year bring glory to your name. Father, as we pray, can I just pray with you right now two people? If you are not yet saved, you don't have Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior. The Bible says with the heart, man believes. Then with the mouth, words, tongue, confession is made unto salvation. You need to speak it out. You need to confess it. That's the beginning of God healing and God anointing his words in your mouth. And then speaking and building your destiny. Building the destiny of your wife, of your children, of everybody around you. That's the starting point. You must first give your life to the Lord. We must have habits. Make a habit of encouraging your family and your friends. Let your wife know she's the only woman in the world for you. Express appreciation for your husband's care and sense of, you know, sense of love and responsibility. Applaud your children you know, for avoiding drugs and alcohol. Thank your friends for standing by you. Accept people as they are. Take people as they are. Resist the temptation of constantly you know, fixing something about them. Always remember, you have people around you for a short time. If you want to give your life to Jesus Christ quickly, can I pray with you right now? Father, thank you. Any other hands quickly? My time is up. Can I just pray right now? All right. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you for the ministry of your word. Please, we ask of you that these few words will bring healing and transformation as your people are making up their minds and determining in their heart, Lord, to build up their destiny and their lives and to build up the lives of others. Through words, I pray, Lord, that this decision shall be quality one. In the name of Jesus Christ, it will stand the test of time. Father, thank you. You have said in your word that your word will never fall to the ground. It will never return to you void. Let these words this morning never return void until this perfected the lives of your people. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Come and shout hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Come and praise the name of the Lord. Alright. God bless you in Jesus' name. Now let's quickly um, we're going to break out now, but before we do that, can we take the media announcement? You're not ready yet. Alright, so um, can we just quickly take the offering right now? Let's take the offering quickly. And um, can I have the announcement? Um, don't have the hard copy. Alright. So let's give and give joyfully. Give unto the Lord. That's an act of deed. Right? Whatever you say or do, in words unto the Lord. So when you give, is an example, you know, of deeds and things that you are doing. Let's do it joyfully. Do it unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Because God loved what a cheerful giver. If it's tight, please make sure you write right tight there. And uh, if it's for building offering, let's do it. Indi- indicate it's building. And, uh,